Hey, 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 it's Save It For The Show with your host. I promise to never sing this again. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for listening. Save It For The Show, episode, God, nine? I'm one away from double digits, which is a bit of a milestone, right? I mean, if I don't have uh, milestones, then what do I have? And it's episode 9. And it's going to be a good one because I have a guest that I teased, I think in the first episode or the second episode, I'm not sure which one I I talked about, Lyle in, but I'm lucky to have Lyle Underwood on the show today, who I worked with when I worked at Buckwild and immediately became friends with. He's a character and a good good guy which I think all good characters at their core if they're not good guys then they're assholes and douchebags but the best characters are people who are characters but also really really good people so it's weird for me it's Monday which is odd I usually have a week of work and that sort of stress on my back so when I do the show I am sort of pulling the the spit release valve on the trumpet of my week which may make sense to anyone who played a brass instrument in high school which I did man there's some right material there I should make a note of that <laughs> being in jazz band in junior high which certainly got me tons of ladies which you can imagine and I am doing it on Monday which is kind of weird and this school started like I mentioned and now my kids in soccer and Cub Scouts and this weekend is my son's fourth birthday which will be fun and my wife has me crafting like a madman which you know what I'm gonna hold that thought I'm gonna fade out Albie and I'm gonna call Lyle right now and get him in there I told myself I wouldn't wait too long before I got him in and I'm going to do that. It's ringing. Hi, is, it, is this Lyle Underwood? <laughs> yes, this is Lyle Underwood. Hi, this is Dan from Save It For The Show Show. <laughs> I, I listen to that show. Do you? And how ironic that I'm calling you now. It's an amazing coincidence. I must have won the, uh, the listener poll. You did, and you won um, my heart, and that's why I'm calling you. That means a lot to me, Dan. No, it means a lot to me, too. So, I just sort of gave you a little intro. I I said that you're a good dude, and you're a, a, a bit of a character, which, you know, I don't need to tell you that you are, um, but inside, you're a great guy, and that's why I wanted to have you on. You and me all weepy here, Dan. Good. Well, that's listen. That's what I do. This is I'm turning this into a Doctor Phil at some point. <laughs> That'd so, be an amazing show to have. I think it would be too. So thank you for being on. I I was starting to go into a riff about how this is weird for me because it's Monday, and usually I record these on like Wednesdays or Thursdays. So between you and I and our busy schedules, your girl, your anniversary is on Wednesday. Yes, it is. I actually just uh, made a reservation for that. Congratulations. Thank you. How many years have you been dating? Uh, four years now. Wow. 
Wow. So yeah. that's a long time. I wouldn't recommend it. Dating or yeah, your girlfriend? It's no good. No, I know. Well, you're inevitably will end up married. No, you know what, though? Knowing you, you'll probably flip it and do something. Like, you'll be engaged. No, you'll, you'll, you'll push dating as long as you can, and then you'll finally get engaged, and then you'll push that as long as you can. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd do. Yeah. To Lisa, right? Yeah. She's actually all pissed off me right now because I, I, I turned off my Minecraft server for this. Why? Uh, because it's really loud. Like a big PC in your room, just whirring yes. away? It's exactly what it is. It's in my living room. I mean, who here, I mean, who, who, all my listeners, I'm sure, can experience that where they turned off their Minecraft server and their girlfriend got mad at them. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, the generation we live in. Right? You know? I know that that's happens. the new in world. My, it really is. That happens in my house all the time. Um, no, I'm just kidding. My wife doesn't even know what Minecraft is. That's a shame. No, but she's she's doing she's crafting her ass off. That's kind of where I was getting at. With this weekend is my son's four year old birthday, and you know, my wife bless her heart, we've undergone a, all these crafts and home improvement things, and I'm such a, a shithead and a stick in the mud that I just turn into such a dick when we have to do these things. And I was gonna ask you if your girlfriend makes you do anything like that where you just hate it. But it's I'm, I'm guessing no. Um, well, for me, uh, it's really it's it's the little things you know that I hate. <laughs> like what? Uh, like uh, well, I I I was recently talking to uh, some of my friends about how I was asking my friend uh, Casey uh, if he thought it would be possible for me to um subsist entirely on like a, a life support system so they don't have to eat food anymore because mm. i uh i really dislike the burden of having to eat food i remember like that i dude, I, I totally remember that about you when we used to work together and we'd want to go out to lunch and you would say if i didn't have to eat i wouldn't like you just would you just not get pleasure from food at all uh i think not enough to warrant the encumbrance that it imposes on me what about uh chondos oh well okay See, I enjoy, I don't know, I, I like food. Uh, I, I'm a, I, I've got all kinds of problems. It's, I, know, I know you do. Chondo's is a, play, is a Mexican restaurant that's excellent. It's, it's not a restaurant. It's a fucking shack with a picnic table next to it. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's you, it, it would be better if they didn't have the picnic tables because then you'd be like, oh, well, this is just a taco shack. Right. But it, it kind of sets up this uh, this expectation that it can't really deliver on but chandos is amazing um but if i never had to eat it again then i would prefer that because i just like i just end up going out every day for like really shitty fast food because it's less of a it's less of a hassle dude you gotta get why don't you cook your own shit um that's that's like way more of a hassle. It's the opposite direction that I want to be going in. So you literally want like your food in a pill that you swallow and then that's it. Yeah, but they have they actually have that shit. Like you can get like nutrient IVs that make it so you don't have to eat anymore. But apparently, not eating food for several months will will drive you completely insane. So yeah, man, you're smart enough to know that there's got to be some sort of mental thing that has to happen from you chewing and shitting it out and. You know, yeah. I mean, I did. I did the research, and they're like really fucked up stories about like people who are in medical situations and they had to do that, and they just went insane. I'm glad that you actually wanted to do it that bad that you Googled it, 
and clicked around and opened a bunch of tabs and read a bunch of articles. I do that for a bunch of crazy stuff. Like, <laughs> I want to do everything crazy with my life, and then I Google it for a while. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. You just sort of live vicariously through Google then. Yeah, like I was, I really wanted to do polyphasic sleep for a while, stuff like that. I don't even know what that is. Uh, that's where you uh, you sleep for 30 minutes every four hours. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, you're supposed to like adjust so that you like immediately go into REM sleep and you're in really deep sleep for like half an hour or whatever, and then you come out and you're totally refreshed. And you just do that in a cycle all day long. And yeah. then you're just awake way more hours in the day. You know what? I had a band teacher in high school who could make himself fall asleep like immediately just like snap your fingers and he would like put his body to sleep i wonder if he practiced something like that because i always was so impressed with that that you know if you could just shut it down for 20 minutes i mean that that's worth a lot yeah i can't even like i can't even fall asleep in front of a tv you know this is just so completely unrealistic because like i can't even get myself to fucking do laundry you know and this is like it takes so much discipline to train your body to do stuff like that I just have absolutely no chance, but like that's that's my ultimate goal in life is to be just the weirdest person on earth. I think. I I think that's a that's a good goal, but I think you're not giving yourself enough credit because there's other facets of your life that you're extremely disciplined in in terms of you know your job and and for for a living. Would you what would you describe yourself as a programmer? I guess a software engineer. What what's your title technically? Uh, technically. My title, like, what I've been told my title is has changed several times depending on who, like, we're talking to. I don't really have an official title. We're not big on titles. Yeah. But I would describe myself as probably a web applications engineer, or at least that's what I'm doing most of the time. But then I also do, do a bunch of other stuff, too. That sounds about right. I remember when, when Lyle interviewed at <laughs> the place we used to work together, he came in and a friend of his had just interviewed and we hired and Lyle said, yeah, I, told, I taught that guy everything. Like, I, I, I won't do your voice. You know I, I do an impression of you. I, I won't do it on the show. That would be... I don't, know, I don't know if I've heard your impression of me, though. Uh, nah, I, I don't want to... That was a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, you, you just went into a little bit. I, I don't want to dip into that. I feel like that's unprofessional and unbecoming. You're my guest. I, I shouldn't do that. But you, you totally ragged on George in, in a good way, and we immediately loved you. And then your first day at work... And I know this is probably, you're so sick of hearing this, but you came into work and you brought in the shittiest a keyboard that was at least 15 years old, and it was a Dvorak, which, Google that word if you don't know what it is. I don't know, if next time, my next job where I'm ever in charge of hiring a programmer, I'm only going to hire programmers that use Dvorak keyboards because they obviously know their shit. Yeah, and so that keyboard was like brand new, and it was like eighty bucks. And I just bought it like several months before that. It was the color. It was that like yeah. old school PC yellow beige, and the the keys. I can still sometimes when I close my eyes and I think about you, Lyle, I hear the clickety clack of like, like you're like a Ben Vereen tap dancing on those keys. That's that's like, and when I'm typing on those keys, like I'm listening to. I'm not listening to music through my headphones. I'm listening to white noise the whole time. I believe that. Okay, there. That's a one point in the category of being the weirdest human. You're you're listening to white noise, typing on your Dvorak, googling polyphoric sleep, or what was it? Polyphasic. Polyphasic. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
And I would be doing all of that stuff right now, except when my girlfriend yells at me, you know. Yeah, how does she deal with this? What's her take <laughs> on all this, man? Uh, well, she, um, when I told her that I wanted to try polyph polyphasic sleep, like, I approached her about it, you know? And then she just got super pissed at me, wouldn't talk to me for a while. And I didn't really understand why, but I'm not doing that now, and it's probably for the best. Yeah, well, it'll really hurt your guys' quality time together. I guess, man. She's just over here all the time. I don't know how it would make much of a difference. Yeah, that's what she doesn't want to watch you sleep every half hour, and then you're up all night, like, looming. And, yeah, I come on. I, I, I believe that. But isn't Lisa, like, a, a med student or something? Like, she's really intelligent, too. Oh, she's, uh, she just recently graduated uh, top of her class in graphic design. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, she uh, won Best of Show at her whatever it was, stuff like that. That's cool. A guy like you would have to either have a crazy smart, really intelligent girlfriend, or like the dumbest dumb girl ever. I think she's a perfect cross between those two things. Oh, she's like sort of flighty or something? I don't know how to explain it. Uh, she adopts an air of like um, of ridiculousness, I suppose. Uh, but she's she, she's a very uh, grounded person. I liked her. I, I've only met her a couple times, but I, I, I immediately liked her. She was very sweet. A lot of layers. I can tell. I mean, listen, she's dating you for four years, and <laughs> a girl without a lot of layers wouldn't be putting up with um, a Minecraft server. Well, no, she likes that. Whatever. Uh, she she insists on it, uh, but I mean I I introduced her to it and now she can't stop. Is Minecraft still cool? I mean, people still play it. Uh, I don't know what people do, but <laughs> I definitely play it. It seems like it's still really popular because like it's completely crazy compared to how it was like a year and a half ago. Like the amount of development that they've done, it's like a totally different game now. What's so different about it? I mean, at its core, is it still just like, you know, making levels and building a base before nighttime, or are you guys playing it on a different spectrum? Well, it's like the same core stuff, but like, for example, like, it's possible to beat the game now. Like, there's an end to the game and a final boss. Something oh. like that. And there's like alternate dimensions, and uh, like, you can have pets and stuff, and just all this crazy shit. Hmm, I didn't know that. I I only played it when it was like in beta forever ago, and I just it, it didn't really capture me. Like when I play video games, I like I don't know. I, I guess I'm it, my taste in video games is pretty pedestrian in terms of like I like Assassin's Creed and I like the Batman games and I like I don't know. I didn't really like um, Skyrim. What a loser! I know I'm such a. I didn't like Skyrim though, which maybe that means I break away from that. I, I actually kind of hated it. That's, I can't understand how that's possible. I felt like a job. I mean, listen, my job, <laughs> my my job is talking to people and running around. My job is running from town to town and gathering shit and talking to things. And then when I win a big project, God, this sounds fucking terrible. When I win a big project, it's like I beat a boss, and then I get my reward. And <laughs> I mean, that's like my life. Like I, I feel like games that are like my life. I want to get away from. I want to be Batman and beat up thugs and fly around the city. They should, they should all be going on LinkedIn. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, I'm putting that on my resume, that I beat dragons <laughs> and win, I slay business. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guarantee you somebody out there has a resume where they do equate it to medieval fantasy land, and they don't have a job, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I'm pretty sure that on like some off day, like I would totally see a tweet from you about this and be like, oh, this is such a good idea. Somebody should do this. I know. Maybe, you know what, I'm going to put an end to the podcast. 
this dream's been fun flipping the script now you and me let's make a video game no <laughs> a role-playing <laughs> video game about business yeah that sounds exciting oh man i've made some hilarious cho jokes about people's ridiculous ideas in the context of video games they just they had no idea that i was making fun of them before oh man uh <laughs> I was talking to this one woman, it was actually at some kind of business meeting, and she was like a prospective client or something, and she was talking about how she had this great touching experience with her children, about how uh, they were watching like turtles hatch from eggs and like go into the ocean or whatever, you know, it was pretty cliche, <laughs> and and I had just been talking about, we had just been talking about like technology and stuff, and how you needed to get outdoors and do things, and like this was her example of how she was doing this with her kids, and I was like, oh, that would make a great iPad app. And her reaction was not like, oh my god, that's totally funny, you're such such a witty guy. Her reaction was, oh yeah, we could totally sell that. Like, wow. Oh, well, something wrong with this woman. An iPad app of well, watching nature. Well, you know, the irony is, like, my kids, they play a ton of iPad games, and a lot of them are mimicking things like cooking and cleaning the house and again like jobs and I could totally like are making cotton candy and ice cream it's all about you get like this base model and then how do you like pimp it up and and put toppings on it and so if you had a turtle you would name it of course and then you would like decorate the eggs you'd have to take the, the, the egg and like bury it in the sand isn't that what they do they like hatch them in the sand or something yeah it's like they they're in the sand and they hatch and then they have to make it to the ocean and like Seagulls oh, are oh. eating them and shit. Yes, and it's a mini game from when you're going from the sand to the ocean. It's almost like a Frogger or no, 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 no. Frogger kids don't like Frogger. It would be like a first-person Angry Birds where you were like you set the trajectory of them and the the power, and you'd like have to aim them like that. Yes, and that that was that was essentially the sum of the cynical joke that I was making at her expense. She did not understand. And don't don't take my excitement about this game is that I think it would be a good idea, but the sadness is, I swear to God, if that game was out and it was free, if it was free, if it was a dollar, I wouldn't buy it to save my life because a dollar is so expensive when it comes to iPhone games. But if it was free, I, I would definitely download it, and my kids would probably play it and enjoy it for at least a day or two. I'm judging you pretty hard right now. That's okay. Go ahead. But listen, when you have a kid and they're like, when you open up the app store, like my kids know the free tab and the paid tab. <laughs> and they sort of know the free tab is like open season. Like, I don't care. But the app makers know that too. So they make the free ones like a little hit of crack. And then they hide all these inpaid bullshit in. I mean, that's the thing that drives me crazy is all the inpaid purchases, which they make the like game design right now, I feel is so fucked because people aren't like making full games. Like, in order to enjoy a game, you have to sort of like keep feeding the meter. And I feel like that flies in the face of what real good games are all about. Yeah, I think that uh, there's definitely a lot of that stuff going on. But there, there, there's like, there's actual like people who want to make good games. And there's just a bunch of chaff. And I think that that is true in like, that's true in pretty much every field. You know, there's, just, yeah, there's a bunch right. of garbage just trying to make money and, you know, the other stuff. No, you're, you're totally right. I mean, that's why I think games like Fez or Spelunky, I mean, there's all these like s sort of smaller games that I think find a home or Super Meat Boy. I don't know if you ever played any of these. These are all, oh, yeah. these are all platformers. I the shit too. out of Super Meat Boy. Oh, I love that too. And, and that's a game my kids did like because 
it's a glob of bloody meat that you fly around a platformer. That's the thing. It's platformers. Like, the games that really get my kids going, and I think the reason why everybody loved Mario so much when they were a kid, like, platformers are universal in terms of everybody knows how to jump and run and do that stuff. Right? Yeah, I, I kind of lost you there at the end. No, that's okay. Let's move on. I don't want to talk about video games the whole time. <laughs> all right. I, I like don't play video games at all anymore either. I know, neither do I, which is terrible because I talk about them, but I don't play them at all. It's depressing. I know. I don't know if that's me getting older. I, this is my new video game now, I guess, doing this show once a week. Super lame. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even really watch TV. I watch Breaking Bad, and you never really watched much TV. You didn't even have a TV, right? Uh, no, I have a big ass TV, but the thing is, I don't, I'm like, I'm canceling my cable service because I'm strictly on the, the Usenet thing now. What's that? Are you download shows? Yeah, but it's like, it's, use, do you know what Usenet is? It's like the old mailing list type thing that was around before the internet. So is that like the news groups thing? Yes. Oh, yeah, I do. So you pay, yeah. you pay like a monthly fee for that. Yeah, like it's I pay like ten dollars a month and I can just download infinite stuff. And the thing is it's all like super automated. Like I can just say, Oh, I want every episode of Breaking Bad and it'll download the entire show and any episode that comes out automatically onto my like media center PC. Is it all still torrents? No. No. Torrents are shit, man. Well, <laughs> I don't use torrents. What is it just direct downloads then of like the full MPEGs or whatever they are? Well, it's basically downloading through a portal from something that is not the internet. So it's like an alternate network entirely. But the thing is, it totally maxes out your connection, and it's encrypted. And so there's like no chance, and it's not on like the, it's not on anybody's radar. So it's never going to be shut down, and you're never going to be sued or anything like that. Man, I need to get on that. I, I know torrents are shit, and I've been downloading torrents forever. And finally, fuck, like two years ago, like an idiot, I downloaded a movie the day it was on DVD. I got a letter in the mail, and it was for Bridesmaids. And it literally said, it was like, Dan Fields, you downloaded Bridesmaids X69. You know how these idiots like uh, inject the name of their, their hacker group into the torrent. Yeah. It, it was this long, crazy file name for Bridesmaids, and I, I got clipped for it. But I didn't get scared. I, I still downloaded them. Um, but now I, I need to get into this news group or Usenet situation. It sounds good. Yeah, uh bunch of guys I know are doing it now. Nice. You should, ch should check out my system at some point. It's pretty cool. I imagine. Yeah, you, you said you were going to give me some shit. Listen, I know my setup here is a little herky-jerky, to say the least. Um, but I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I need <laughs> I need a tutorial. I need to like sit down with like a sound engineer and get like a better mic. And I need to be editing my software. I mean, you're lucky because you're... Did you pick this up from your brothers who are in bands and, and do this stuff? Where did you learn to do better mixing and stuff yeah uh mostly from you know watching them and just being around the whole band thing for a long time uh gave me a lot of a lot more familiarity with you know audio engineering and stuff in general not that i'm even remotely experienced as an audio engineer right no that's still it's 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 i was in bands too and i just never paid attention like an idiot so um we don't have to go in this on the show but yes i would uh, appreciate um, a tip or two. You know what? You're gonna send me your audio, and it's gonna sound fucking great. And I'm gonna. I'm oh, gonna... man, it's gonna sound awful. Like that's the irony of this. Like I don't even have, 
I'm actually what I'm doing right now is I'm recording on my my in laptop microphone and I'm recording on two different cell phones. I'm gonna see if I can make something decent out of that. Cell phones. Yeah, like two separate t- cell phones in stereo. What? I don't understand. <laughs> why? Why aren't you just using like a a headset or even your like onboard mic on your laptop? I am. Well, I had a badass headset, but I lost the microphone for it. So I just don't have a microphone. This is the only reason why. You're crazy. All right. Well, I'm, listen. I'm stupid. Here, you're not stupid. You're the best. So, you know, I, I, I've been trying to say I'm going to do these things when I have a guest on where I, like, ask them their opinion on something. Um, I haven't been doing a good job of that. So for you, Lyle, Lyle's pile. No, Lyle's pile of wood. Oh, God, that's awful. You know, you gave me a list of stuff that you wanted to talk about, and I wrote them down like two months ago when I first asked you. Um, I'm flipping through my book here, that my notebook. Do you remember this? Okay, here we go. Lyle's Topics, all right? And I, I should have dated this. One, U.S. nuclear power. Two, oh, yeah. education. Three, zombie video games. Um, four... What did, I, what did I write here? Oh, bro-grammary. Like, bro-grammers. And um, six, that you're dating a Chinese girl. <laughs> then dating Chinese, like how that works out. So yeah, I think that that last one is just kind of... Uh, that, that's what I end up talking about in most of my discussions with people I've just met. Do you, Why do you think people are so intrigued that you're dating a Chinese person? I don't think they are. I don't think they want to hear about it. But I just... <laughs> Okay, well, I just want to tell people about it all the time because I find it so interesting. So, so why are you obsessed with telling people you're dating a Chinese girl? Because they're crazy, man. Okay, you know what's hilarious is, oh god, this is gonna be awful. My my friend Mike, who I interviewed, I'm pretty sure he's dating, he's married to a Chinese woman. And if she's not Chinese, if she's another <laughs> um, Asian descent, I, I'm sorry, but I think she's Chinese. Dan, she's Laotian. I hope I hope she's Chinese. God, but. It's funny that she's he's dating a Chinese girl too, and I wonder. No, I don't want to make this leap. What 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 drew drew you to Lisa? Not because well, I don't want to ask you if it was because she's Chinese. <laughs> if it was because she's Chinese, is what you're asking me? Initially, maybe you're... it was physically. So okay, do I have yellow fever? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. Uh, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> The the willing and able aspect was definitely there. I hear you there. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, she I she would she probably she doesn't tell it this way, but I was definitely not the pursuer in this situation. Oh. I, I kind of came around to it after a while. Oh, nice. <laughs> there were a lot of signals that I was not capable of picking up on. Ugh, I hate but that. In, I'm I'm the same way, man. In my defense, she doesn't understand how how signals work. So she so what she was throwing out to you weren't signals. It was just her being her. Yeah, it was like she just kind of talked to me like all regular style, and like I didn't find figure out that that was supposed to be a signal until like, uh, like two like two years after we had been dating. I like that though. She wasn't playing games or being stupid or you know. She also wasn't getting her point across though. Yeah, it's true, but you know she's an artist. What do you expect? I guess that's true. I and I have no intuitive sense whatsoever. I know. I don't know if that's just guys in general. I, I, I was. I never had a good girl radar like when I was dating and and doing all that. And I think even with my wife, I, at the time, no, I think with her I knew. I knew once we saw each other, I knew we were in love. Uh, it wasn't that 
that way. But yeah, with her, I think it was different. But no, I, I think in high school, I was an idiot. I was just like, but guys are so immature. In high school, all I really cared about was, I don't know, I, I should have tried to get laid more, I guess. <laughs> that would have been the smart thing to do, yeah. Man, I know, I spent too much time doing homework and like doing sports and shit. I would love to spend more time talking to you about your sexual history, because we haven't really delved into that. Oh, would you? Yeah, that would be I'd just, you know, bonding experience between bros. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, we're already almost at 30 minutes. Next time I have you on, I'll, I'll save that for you. And, you know, if I expect people to come on and be honest, I have to do the same. Okay, do you want me to do the Lyle's Pile real quick? Yeah, let's do Lyle's Pile. So, we did the Asian Girlfriend. Um, what let's, just do, let's just do five seconds for each one. Okay, ready, uh, nuclear power. read them to me. Nuclear power is good. Nuclear power is awesome. Fusion is the next big thing. It's going to happen in 2040. Anybody who doesn't like nuclear power doesn't know what they're talking about. Next. Do you think it's because of just bad press and it's like stem cell where people just think like, now, fallout, it's going to be terrible. Three Mile Island. Like, what's holding yeah. it back? And nothing. It's, it's all of that. Like, Three Mile Island, like, didn't negatively impact anybody. And... Like, the amount of people that were actually um, they were actually hurt from, for example, Chernobyl pales in comparison to the amount of coal miners that get black lung and die every year, you know? That's a good point. And, and like, all of, these, uh, all of these problems with nuclear power stations have been, have been because of rampant corruption and, like, just horrible systemic problems. They have nothing to do with nuclear power itself. Like, Chernobyl was built out of fucking popsicle sticks and shit. Well, it needs to be privatized. I think that's if it's going to be a government thing, it'll never work. Well, uh, if your government is terrible, then nothing's going to work. Yeah, but I mean, our government's not terrible, but, you know, the things that they run aren't exactly, you know, kicking ass. Yeah, like, there are definitely, like, horrible institutional problems that, are, that will hold it back. But the thing is, like, the technology is so far advanced now that the odds of anything, act, like, bad actually happening with nuclear power are completely minuscule. As long as you don't as long as you're not in, like, a horribly corrupt system like they had in Japan. Like, I think that the U.S., if we just moved to completely nuclear power, we'd do a way better job, and we'd probably never have any problems like that ever again. Well, it's almost like we, we make weapons, and you make bombs, and you do all that. I mean, if everyone's worry is, like, a meltdown, and like you're saying, we're not... You, you don't worry about other gasoline refineries just exploding because there's safety precautions, as if... Okay, what about terrorists? Is that a worry? People get scared about that shit. No, we said five seconds. Moving on. <laughs> education. What, what were you going to say about education in general? Uh, okay, in, in general. Let's do this in general. Uh, I think that the educational system is totally upside down. It's focused on teaching nothing but specifics. When I think that it should, the primary education should be focused on things like universal truths. Hmm. That's like what? What's one universal truth? Be good to people? Well, no, I don't mean... You know, I don't, I don't mean stupid things. I mean, like... <laughs> like hardcore science things? Uh, no, I mean, like, uh, what are some examples? Like, the idea of what uh, of what aesthetic is and um, engineering and how all, all pretty much any job you have is going to be somewhere on this spectrum between uh, engineering and uh, creative... There's going to be aspects of both and finding those different aspects of both and how you can, uh, you know, do those different things is what's going to make it so you can actually enjoy your work. Yeah. No, I hear I you. Don't, 
I also think that pushing kids into college and saying, oh, you need to go do college right now is stupid when like 75% of them spend the first three years of college trying to figure out what they want to do. Like, why don't we just send them to college three years later? I think because in those three years, you get a job, you get bills, and then you feel like I can never go to college now. You know, well, my point is that having those two things as options is not a good idea. No, I hear you. Honestly, what I would do is, from my experiences, most people are just fucking lazy and stupid. Like, whatever we can do to make them not be that, that's what school needs to focus on. Okay, what's next? Zombie video games. <laughs> what are you going to say about that? Uh, well, I think I was going to say that all the the zombie video games coming out are, like, really dumb. Like, they, there's, like, this huge influx of, like, tons of zombie video games, and they're all total shit, except for DayZ, which, have you heard of DayZ? I have. It looks crazy. Yeah, I played it a little bit, but it runs like shit on my computer, but it's totally, totally amazing. I can't and, uh, I can't play it because I don't have a PC. Oh, well, it's horribly unforgiving. Yeah, it, it looked really interesting. For for anyone who else doesn't know, because I can't imagine many people know, it's it's a mod based on, what game is it based on? It's based on Arma 2, which nobody ever played. It's just like a military game. Yeah, oh, is that the America's Army game? Uh, no. I don't think so. It's Arma A-R-M-A. I never even heard it. Well, a mod is like, most people won't even know. God, I don't want to get to. Half-Life is a game, and then somebody made a mod for it called Counter-Strike. And that thing took off, and now the whole world plays it. Um, so this game called Arma, somebody made a mod for it. Which it was, was it a community-made mod? Did somebody just make it on their own accord? No, it's just some, it, was, it was actually a mod made by one of the de- uh, developers on Arma. And actually, it's uh, it's now going standalone too. He just announced recently. That makes sense. So, ugh, I don't want to. Man, we're we're getting <laughs> too deep already. Like I, my my point of these things is to make them half an hour. I I, I figured, um, we're we're already breaking. So I said it. five seconds, man. I know. Sorry, it's my fault. Um, but you're right. Zombie video games are dumb. I I can't imagine how much longer people are. I mean, I do enjoy Walking Dead, which I know you don't, or maybe you do now. Have you come back around on it? Uh, I heard that the second season was supposed to get really good at some point, but I haven't watched it. It got really good towards the end because the guy who, like, not not, not the creator, but the guy who sort of was the showrunner, he got fired. And once he got fired, the show... Didn't he already fire, like, the... Like, I thought that that guy fired, like, the entire staff at the end of the first season. He did, and then he ended up getting fired, and then I think Jesus. the episodes from him being fired on is when they got really good. So he's an idiot, I think. I, I'm not sure if my my facts are right here. Anyways, if the episode if the season's 13 episodes long, from like episode six on, they become really good. Um, but, Dan, we have like so many tabs of Wikipedia open. I know. Right now. It's ridiculous. That's what's happening. I know. This is just indicative of our stupid thought process. All right. Um, programmery. Programmers. What does that oh, even th- mean? Is that just like normal guys who think they're programmers, or? bro bras that get into this what does that mean no that's like uh there's this culture that's built up recently um where like as programming has become like more and more hip like there are all these guys who are ridiculous bros and like they're they go to like programmer conferences and stuff and apparently these programmer conferences are just like wild parties where everybody's just swilling as much booze as they can and like nothing of substance gets done and like uh, you'll see stuff like uh, on advertisements for jobs. They'll say like, "Oh, we have a bunch of beer on tap," and like, "Hey, we, you know, let's all get wasted together," and stuff like that. It, and it's it, just, it's completely uh, rampant. 
at this point. I mean, if if in your thought process, the reason for taking a job is that they serve beer there, I mean, give me a, a break. Like, is beer really that novel? Oh, man, we could talk about that. You don't drink or do drugs or anything, but... All right, sidebar. So yeah, you if, if if choosing a job based on them having a tap or a keg or a ping pong table, I mean it's like give me a break. Like what kind of nobody really only idiots choose jobs based on that. Yeah, I mean I I I don't know how to accurately explain it to you, but like basically there are bros and they're programmers and like just a huge portion of programmers became bros for some reason. And uh it was like horrible. But one of the most Im- the coolest things about it is that the entire programmer community was able to become totally self-aware about it at some point, and then it like stopped almost entirely, well, that's which is amazing. Good. I think in advertising, those people, the term for that, it's like a creative technologist, where it's they're, they're, nobody really knows what they do. They kind of do a little design. They kind of do a little dev. There's some that are great. There's some that do awesome at it, but nobody really knows for sure. Um, all right, that's it. Lyle's pile is, is complete. Oh, man, we need a theme song. Andy, yeah, I need your outro and footnote. Next time we talk, we can talk about me as much as you want and also why you choose to not drink alcohol. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. Okay, you figure that out in the meantime. What what song do you want me to play for your outro? Uh, I'll have to think about it. That's another thing. I don't really listen to music. You have to think. You have to tell me right now. I have to tell you right now? Yeah, man. Oh, man, you're killing All right, Rock and Roll by Lou Reed. All right, I can do that. All right, dude. Well, this was fun. Thank you, and um, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, Lyle. Uh, okay, and yeah, and send me this. I can't wait to hear this beautiful, pristine edit that you sent me. That'll blow my mind. <laughs> I will, man. I will. All right. Thanks, man. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there we go. Man, I totally broke my own rule. It's 37 minutes. I mean, maybe give me some feedback, friends, if... This is almost like two episodes in one. It's a it's a double feature. Do I need to make these shorter? Um, I felt like we were kind of rolling. Did it work? You tell me. I like feedback. I have questions that I didn't even get to from some of my amazing listeners, a.k.a. my sister and Phil from last week. I will save those. I will get to your questions. But for now, that's it. Save it for the show. Hit me up. You know, rate, like, review. You know, do all that shit, please. I promise I won't say that every time. Um, No, that's not true. I will. But thank you for listening, and I love you. Goodbye.